What's up? This is your boy LO, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Decoding 40. Before we start the show, we got to pay some bills, and we are proudly sponsored by our friends over at AdamandEve.com. AdamandEve.com. Are those butt bees not button anymore? How about that dildo not dildo and that vibrator not vibrating and that ring not actually cocking? So go over there to adamandeve.com and make sure that you enter in code DC40. That's DC40. When you do, you get free gifts, free shipping, and all that good shit that you love. Adamandeve.com. Don't forget to use code DC40, DC40 to get that free stuff. Peace. Adamandeve.com. Now let's start the show. If on Tuesday I just decide to take my daughter to uh, Disney World and I don't tell uh-huh. my wife that's parental kidnapping, you are uh, kidnapping your child. Oh, man, if if you don't tell answer. your wife where your child is and let's like, say you don't answer your phone, well, what if she, I text her on the way to the airport? Oh, like then you text her. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and then she says, No, I don't want my daughter to go there. She could absolutely call the police on you, right? And have you arrested at Disneyland. I, I think you get amnesty when you, uh-huh. when you, when you get on the ground. Hold on, my kid, bitch. Disney uh-huh. World. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on, Mickey, chill out. That, uh-huh. That's what you're that's arrested. What uh-huh. Exactly. Can you imagine though the scene if a parent is trying to make it to Disney Disneyland as if that's amnesty? <laughs> Come on, uh-huh. only uh-huh. three more miles. That's what I'd never want to be on the run. I'm too late Ever. for that shit. This thing will be using his ATM card five minutes later. Talking about (laughs) beep 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 beep. Yo, they would track me by my card. It would be oh shit. They they would track you by your Uber. (laughs) Exactly. This thing is on the run with an Uber, (laughs) sir. You want to go where? Switches five Ubers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rating them as I go along. (laughs) (laughs) This is another episode of Decoding Forty. This is Mac, aka Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is LO, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, aka Vinny Bugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Alar, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. Google, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Y'all just trying to play me out. I'm being a backer. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, and I'm here with my main man. Yo, this is your boy L. O. AKA the professional beard of Queen Latifah, who's now pleasantly retired. <laughs> wow. Shout this is what happened. Wow, this is what happens when you give him a week off. He Holy got a whole shit. week to come up with that. Shout wow, that, that was a that was whoa. Okay. U N I T Y. This is your boy. <laughs> this your Who boy. Who you ben calling the, the beard? Hmm. <laughs> So are you retired because she got the new show? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm retired because she uh, publicly came out. Did she? Okay. Yeah. Yesterday at the BET Awards. Did she? Wow. I missed it. I missed that. Wow. All right. It's your boy, Vin, in the building. Hope everybody's chilling and uh, safe and sound. This is Alaric. I'm talking directly into the mic, but it's still not working well. (laughs) What are you going to do? It's true. 
Yo, mic sounds like shit. <laughs> but we will go mic on don't with sound the show. Nice check one. Check one. Mic don't Latifa sound. Latifa came nice. out before the night's over. I'm ordering my a new oh, mic. You ready? Just because I'm sick of it. Uh, it's probably it's probably a button you, you or, or a loose wire or something that's fucking everything up. You just can't figure I don't, it out. I, I it might be because you know I'm packing it up, unplugging it, mm-hmm. putting it in a bag. And I'm checking this luggage. It's not like I'm carrying it on, which I should probably do from now on. Yeah. Make mm. my mic carry on. But I probably fucked it up somehow. What are you going to oh, do? What are you going to do? So, okay. Clarence Thomas, I, I uh, think. I'm sorry. Check in first? Yeah, the check in. Oh. All right. So, what's <laughs> so, going on in your lives? So, so, here's what happens the show starts, we do a check in. Yeah. I know you're new to this, but you know. It's my first day. It's my okay. first day. It's all right. So, I'm glad to be part of the show. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, yeah, thanks thank for, for coming thanks out. For, yeah, thanks for yeah, joining yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. It's only the 103rd <laughs> show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, glad, yeah. Glad you could guide it, guide the show. Nope. That's what I that's what I do here. That's yes. what I do here. Pro- proficiently. Proficiently. Uh, so what's going on in your lives, fellas? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Fuck it. Um well, I celebrated my 16th anniversary, wedding anniversary, and it was nice. We went to a restaurant. It was a Korean barbecue restaurant. It's called I had the, the name here somewhere. It's Ganawa, something like that. It's I can't even pronounce it. At any rate, it's down there uh, on Broadway, right over there by Macy's Herald Square on the 39th floor. It's got a beautiful view. You sit at the table. The, the center of the table opens up and turns into a little barbecue-type grill. The food was delicious. The appetizer was delicious. And then, you know, we had some drinks. And then uh, we met up with uh, Alric and his wife. They were staying in the city. And we had some more drinks. Had some of that Basil Hayden. God damn it, Basil Hayden made it to the fucking, he was there. And it was delicious. We had two of those drinks. But Rick spilled the drink, though. He broke the, he, oh. he, he was alcohol abuse. He was abusing the alcohol. Ooh, look at the he snitch the drink. go. Look at him go. Look at the snitch go. <laughs> yeah, he spilled the drink. But it's anyway, not like uh, I was, was drunk and I spilled a drink. No, 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 no. It was, four drinks oh, I didn't know that's table. what you were implying. My no, 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 no. It was, he had, was implying that. was the that, first round. No, it wasn't. That was the first round we had. That was the first round we had. Um, but yeah, so you know, had some drinks. Uh, outside of that, everything's cool, man. You know, um, I got a, I, I took another blood test and everything came back normal. So I'm happy about that. The thyroid shit was, you know, was was a an anomaly basically, and they did everything to test to see if there's any other issues, like there's you know any any higher counts and things, and everything came back normal. And my cholesterol actually isn't that bad. Um, I took whose it- blood did you give them on the second test? <laughs> <laughs> the dogs onyx the girls uh i use onyx blood uh no um no i took <laughs> i took another blood test. Of a bitch <laughs> a puppy puppy blood this is 100 canine sir blood of a bitch oh wow um listen so i you know i took the second blood test but i fasted this time i didn't i didn't eat like before the test so my triglycerides weren't that bad my my bad cholesterol was a little crazy but mm. like by 20 points nothing major but you know everything is uh looking up i'm taking my medicine now i gotta start working out which i hate to do i gotta do at least 30 minutes a day man maybe fucking get on my my um my bicycle and ride around or something get that blood pumping I'm trying to lose did they gut. check did they check all your vitamin levels how was the dude 
Yo. <laughs> the, How was your the, level my, of vitamin D? Vitamin D was still low. Um, very low. <laughs> you better get up there. You know, but uh, my B12 was still low. And actually, um, I've been taking a vitamin supplement for uh, B12, and it's actually making me feel better. I can't stress it enough. Mental health, man, is, is wrapped up in that whole um, vitamin B12 situation. So make sure that you're taking it. I was going to ask and, you that. Are you not taking a multivitamin? No, right now I'm I'm taking like fifty thousand whatever of of the vitamin D, and then it's like a thousand milligrams a day of the B twelve. Yeah, that's a lot but, of D. <laughs> <laughs> taking more D than the average man. Uh, uh, I'm not go. sure any I'm not sure any one person needs that much vitamin D. <laughs> Oh man, but I was deficient, so I needed I needed that for vitamins too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the hits yeah. keep coming. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Because normally I'm the one <laughs> dishing it out. So I, I I can take it. You know, I'm a big boy. Okay. Could, apparently right. you can. Fifty thousand. Uh, and that's my check-in, and I'm finished. <laughs> and that's my fucking time. And fuck y'all niggas. Kiss my ass. <laughs> wow. Tonka tough. What's, wow, the, what's so, up with you, Al? Oh, what is up with me? Actually, a lot is going on. But I'm going to focus on two things. A couple weeks ago, I told you guys that my godson had passed away. So on Saturday, we had the memorial. Mm. And my wife has a live streaming company. And um, she had offered to provide the services in order for us to stream the services to people across the country. So she employed me for the day and I, I became one of her cameramen and I did an OK job. But two things I learned. One, my wife and I are not built to work together in any type of business. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly Where when she's, she's the, the boss. boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Particularly when she's the boss. Um, <laughs> But two, these junior little Karens are everywhere, yo. They are just sprouting up. So I was on the front camera. My wife was on the back camera. And I was kind of focused on one section of the uh, chapel. And my wife had sort of the, what do you call it? The the broad, the the wide, the wide shot, the wide view. So this little Karen gets up in the middle of the service, walks over to me and says, your camera is not pointed at the video because they were doing a video montage and celebration of his life. And I looked at her and was like, there are two cameras. And I point to the back. The camera in the back is focused on the video. And just and looked at it. you her. don't get on my face, bitch. <laughs> That's what was happening in my I'm head. I'm going like, to choke you. <laughs> the audacity of her to just take it upon herself to just basically say, Hey, Darkie, do your fucking job. And I'm like, yeah. wait, so you don't think she was trying to be helpful? Just like, don't miss this. First off, you weren't at the team meeting. So why I would wasn't. you take it upon yourself to inject yourself into something that you really don't have any idea what's going on? Just sit there and enjoy the service. Mm-hmm. That's all you had to do. But she she felt like, you know, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Look at right. him. Right. That's, that's exactly he's how black. he doesn't like, know what he's doing. Jesus he's black. He doesn't Christ. know what he's doing. He has and no then I can see her go back to talk to her friends. Like uh, he, he said, "There's a he's sassy using the camera and 
Yeah, right. Like he's he said he said you can see his shoulders moving all about. I heard him. He he said eat a bag of dicks under his breath. I heard him. Right. He said I'm vicious. He goes, I hit him. I hit him. With... <laughs> Did you just say I'm been? <laughs> Fuck. You know what? I slid that one under the ring. Yeah, you yeah. slid that yeah. one. Under, you fucking, you side on that motherfucker <laughs> under the fucking, <laughs> the fucking, the shit was coming down. The gate was coming down. It slid right under the fucking gate. The grenade and shit. That you was, that was well placed, actually. That was Thank well you. placed, Thank sir. You. Yeah, well placed. Well placed. So so yeah so I I I did get a kick out of it. I thought she was like out of her mind to just feel so empowered and emboldened to get up and come over to me and tell me how to do my job. But you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's a Karen's world. What you're gonna do? Mm-hmm. So the other thing is actually early um, before we got on, I was on a Zoom call with <coughs> one of the senators of New York talking about the legislation of passing in New York for uh, the cannabis and uh, marijuana bill which is pretty fascinating. And <clears throat> excuse me, anybody who is thinking about getting into that uh, industry, there are several avenues in which you should get in. You can get in. And if you are thinking about it, now is the time because they're going to be, right now it's like the wild, wild west. And there's like, there's a law, but not everybody knows how it's going to be applied. And then there are certain loopholes. And so it's sort of the space where Mistakes are going to be accepted before we, you know, before the state really starts to uh, clamp down. And I I mean, there are going to be certain things where you, you know, just can't cross the line. And there's legislation that is in place to monitor and dictate certain uh, business practices. But if if you're in like in an ancillary uh, role, so that's like legal, accounting, IT, anything that has to do with marketing or business functions, this is the time to get into that space and really start to uh, do your research because it's by the end of this year, it's really going to open up. And if you can position yourself now, you will have done yourself uh, some justice in order to be a part of um, this new goal or the green rush. I I was uh, I was thinking just along those lines just the other day and I was in a I was going to reach out to a Donahue and try to mm-hmm. get the credit I would need or the capital you know the business credit I would need to start a business like that because mm-hmm. that's a fucking no-brainer it's already legal in Jersey I don't know what I'm sure whatever New York is doing Jersey's doing something similar right. uh, especially when it comes to handing out licenses and things of that nature to minority communities but the uh, thing is, it's not do? It, you want to be a dispensary. It, you want to grow. I would. Yeah, I was going to say dispensaries and growers are just not is are not the only options. I mean, you know. that that was a point of the call. Is like just to really kind of reiterate and emphasize that there are so many avenues. Uh, like one person was talking about HVAC systems. People who know HVAC, that you know, dispensaries and farms and uh, not not farms, but uh, the grow houses are going to need need those services. So there's just so many anything that you possi- possibly are doing in business could be applied to the uh, cannabis space. Yeah, well, I don't do HVAC, nigga. I like I need to own the business or something. I need to peddle it, whatever. Like that's, I mean, but that's what I'm, I'm not being funny, but you you just reminded me that there's also going to be a delivery service that's going to be needed. Mm. Um, so that's another business that's going to grow, be, particularly yeah. with senior citizens, because they're not going to probably be as mobile. So they'll need their product delivered. And... Uh, excuse me, I ordered, <laughs> I ordered a quarter ounce of the Kush. 
This is not Kush. You're trying to fuck with me, Raheem. I told you I want a quarter ounce of the Kush. This is not Kush. This is skunk. I can't smoke skunk. It makes me very paranoid. I wanted the Kush because the Kush relaxes me. <laughs> but yeah, it's, everyone just uh, just start to do your research if if you think you might want to get into that space. Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I'm. I mean, I already I already started with like the investing into it, like the, mm-hmm. the companies. But I want to I want to listen. That's you you're you're gonna make a million dollars in like the first month. You're gonna make a lot of money. I don't know how I don't know how the taxes on it's gonna work or whatever, and how they're tracking the money because I know a lot of them you can't do any real you banking. Bank. You can't everything. Yeah, there's packed. only a few. Yeah, that's been a that's been a a headache of mine. Yeah. There's only a few banks that will. Th- here's the thing. All banks are able to process this money, but because they have to flag it and there's additional paperwork attached to it because every transaction would have to be uh, documented that it's connected to marijuana or some type of uh, sale associated with marijuana, that that's, they don't want to get into that business. But there are at least four banks that I can think of, one of which that I'm banking with now will allow um, for these transactions. Listen, it's, 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 it's when it goes federal, then it's going to be... When it goes bananas. federal, it's gonna be a free for all. Yeah, it's gonna be free. It's gonna be fucking bananas. So you gotta right. do it there's now. A, there's there's some indication that it may be going that way. Yeah. Right. I mean, we just it talked about Clarence be. Thomas and yeah. his uh I don't know if it was a decision, but he definitely did say he was, that yeah, it's outdated. The idea of the federal, yeah, the federal government, you know, having one foot in, one foot out in terms of regulation is doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Particularly when the states are starting to move towards decriminalization. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna happen in our lifetime for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think so. For sure, for sure. Yo, this is Vincent, aka Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, aka Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding Forty. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. What's going on with you, Rick? Well, um, I too celebrating a anniversary. My wife and I are celebrating our eighth anniversary. Very um, nice. Thank you very much. And we decided to. Oh, we just came back from our staycation. I think I talked about that on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And we, we got ourselves a room at the standard high line. I initially booked a bigger room, not much bigger, but I booked a, a corner room. But when they sent me my confirmation, they confirmed me for a smaller room and I didn't pay attention. So I guess the, the bigger corner room was sold out, which is fine. I didn't really I didn't even realize it was Pride Weekend and the High Line is in the smack dab in the middle of the meatpacking district, which was <laughs> Party Central. I think like that's where the the parade ended uh, down at Little West Twelfth, um, which which was cool. It was it was party going on all around us, but we stayed in a room. We just chilled. We slept in. We ate room service. We ate uh, takeout. We slept. Um, you know, <laughs> We put on a little show for Lower Manhattan, you know. Nice. Um, but it was good. It was it was great. You know, two solid nights of not having children pulling at you and de- making demands. And I want this and I want that. 
it was it was heavenly. We just needed that break, man. Just needed mm-hmm. that that moment to just recharge and and coming back today. It was just like you know they were screaming. It was like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Not affected. And then uh, you know we met up with Vin and his wife last night. We share a uh, an anniversary. Um, so is it the same day or yeah yeah oh wow okay and and, and I don't think no we don't we didn't realize it so so uh, my wife and I decided to get married on the day that we had our first date so June 27th was the day that we had our first date so when we decided we were going to get married in 2013 we said oh we'll get married on June 27th not even realize didn't even think about it Mm. you know at, at the moment but um, yeah. So we did. We you have a same. wedding, or did you go to the Justice of the Peace? We we went to Justice of the Peace. We went to Brooklyn Borough Hall and got mm-hmm. married. You know, family came, and then we did a little party at uh, at my wife's mom's apartment on Eastern Park. Nice. Where, yeah, I did Justice um, of the Peace too. Yeah. yeah. What we, the you fuck? know? We said, oh, we're going to do a party. We said we were going to do a party later on, and that that never happened. Yeah, pretty we much. Had babies instead. <laughs> and they took all the money. <laughs> they just took all the money. You, oh, you said something funny that I don't know why I thought about it this weekend. Um, oh, I know why. Because my kids spent a day with uh, their grandmother. And I think people typically think when couples have that time alone, mm-hmm. that they're just fucking, fucking, fucking. No. When in fact, sleep becomes so much more of a commodity at that point. It's just yeah. like, wow. I can sleep undisturbed. Oh, like, when was the last time you could just lay in bed and wake up and go to sleep and nod off anytime you wanted to? With exactly. No demands, <laughs> exactly. nothing to do. We didn't look at our phones, no emails, mm. no texts, nothing. <laughs> right. Mm. Nothing. Just in your That's bubble. Gift that keeps no giving. Heaven. That's just What's being that? in the bubble. You know, you be in yeah. your own little bubble. You don't have to deal with the fucking rest of the bullshit. That's the best. Yeah. My Definitely. daughter decided to keep me up all night last night. She can't sleep. She's having problems sleeping. So when we put her in the bed, she can sleep. But we have to be careful to not, you know, because she's very young. We have to be careful how we sleep and all of that. So I have a certain way that I sleep to make sure that I don't roll over on her. She was, but she was between between us. And she just started kicking me in my back and punching oh, me in yes. my neck. There you go. And for hours, hours. Get the fuck up. <laughs> hey, big guy! <laughs> Go hit the couch. She, it was like she was. Your neck. It was like she get was out. trying out for Arsenio Hall last night. She get was out. trying to get on. Trying to get on. So it's interesting. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I remember those days. Our youngest still jumps into bed with us, but he has to sleep on the other side of my wife. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, smart. My kids are not allowed to sleep in my bed ever. Somebody gave us advice when they were really young. It's like, if you let them in your bed now, you won't get them out until they're like 16 or 17. So I said, nope, you can't sleep in this bed. You sleep in your own bed. Not even when they were, not even when they were babies. The only time when they were babies and they slept in the bed was they were, if they were, because my wife breastfed, if they were on the boob, Mm. you could be in the bed. Soon as you're done eating, in the crib. Yeah. Yeah, like, our oldest, he was able to break it a lot sooner. The, the youngest is like he's 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 hanging on, just what, just showing up. Yeah, it was, I mean, in the middle of the night, like he knows that if he wakes me up, <laughs> then I'm going to tell him to go back into his bed. But my wife would just let him sleep in in the bed. So he's 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 crafty enough to sneak into the room where I won't hear it. 
because every time I hear it, I'm, nope, you got to go. Do you have a lock on the door? Uh, yeah. Do you, so you don't you don't lock the door, so you don't. Come no, out. I don't lock the door. No, he picks the lock. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, he probably would. That's the funny. Thing. <laughs> it's got a paper clip and a flashlight, <laughs> and it's like, what are y'all talking about? He just, he just pulls just out his debit card. Yeah, pop, exactly. Stop, stop trying to play me. Stop trying to play me, pops. But interestingly, interestingly enough, he's starting to sleep on the couch in the living room, which mm. is weird to me. He leaves his bedroom to go to the couch. No, he'll just say, I'm going to sleep in the living room. Uh, all right. Mm. All right. Maybe, 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 maybe some, something in the room some, he's scared of. Oh, I was going to say, is this no. some cable access that he has in the living room that he doesn't have? <laughs> Actually, you know what? You're right. Um, in, in the living room. Cinemax can, after dark. You can watch YouTube on TV where you can't yeah. watch it. In right. The room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But I control, I can control the TV from my phone. So it's kind of like. He's already got the yeah. work around. You kidding me? No. There's there's some there's some video with a two minute clip of a girl walking by in a bikini. He's watching it over <laughs> and over and over. You know again. the funny thing. I don't need much, it. nigga. I'm 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 a child. <laughs> I don't need much to stimulate me. <laughs> there might be a nip slip, and he's on yeah, it. He's, he's on it. He's <laughs> they on, watch he's on the camera videos. They watch these commentary videos of like Minecraft and um, all the mm. uh, Smash Bros and all the video games. Mm-hmm. And some of the the uh, creators that they watch occasionally curse in the video. So whenever I'm in the living room on the dining room and I hear it, and I'm like, "What did he just say?" He'll look at me like, "Uh oh," <laughs> <laughs> and I just tell him to turn it off. Or uh, I, I, if if I really was like pushing that, I would block whatever the creator is. But I I don't have time for all of that. So um, I'm sure they they just turn it off and then turn it right back on when I leave. The fear Pretty of much. you hearing it is is probably enough. Yeah, exactly. I would I would like to think so, but yeah. IRL, <laughs> not really. I mean, look, we we've we heard shit growing up that didn't destroy us, didn't make well, most of us didn't turn us into degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of us. I'm not I'm not saying any names, but you know. <laughs> But you know, we heard it so like I don't know if I said it here, but um I remember when Cool Modi had a song out called Go See the Doctor. Mm. And it was about him going out on a date with some girl. They fucked, she burned him, and then he had to go back, he had to go to the doctor. So I heard the song, I might have been nine or ten years old. I literally memorized it word for word. Wow. So much I I memorized it, I wrote it down. Like I I wrote down every single lyric to the song. Cause I thought it was hilarious, but I had no idea what it actually meant. Like I, I had no idea I had there was no there was no there was no context of getting burnt by a girl and going to the doctor and getting a shot. I just that's how, see the doctor. doctor. That's how oh, I felt funny. about the Bristol Hotel. Oh yeah, Bristol. It wasn't until I was an adult and I drove down the block and I saw where it was. I was like, oh, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> Shout out to I Queens. Saw, I saw that stroll at fifteen. We used to we used to go through there and uh, look at the hookers on, the, on walking on the block. That was entertainment on a Saturday night. To the go see who was hanging out at the Bristol Hotel? No, no it was a whole stroll. It was a whole oh, stroll. No, it was a whole whole stroll. So, you know, when you're 15 and there's a girl out there who's got half naked no tits out, no. you're like, Bruh. oh my God, that's this is free. 
Let's go around the corner again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh shit, sir! You, we, the police, sir! You've went around the block six times, sir. My car, only, my, my car only my car only makes right turns. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mooliacs, right? They called the Code of Forty. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message for them, right? It's 608-618-4040. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them movies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608-618-4040. It's your fucking life already. Yo, do y'all He's remember that documentary of Hunts Point? And there was a dude yeah. who used to yes. walk. Yo, that was so good, though. He was so good. <laughs> like, like his inflection, he'd be like, let's see what's going on on the strip. Yo, they took him off. Of, wasn't that on HBO? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, shout out, hold up. No, it was something else. I think it was, that was a, a second stroll part. or something. Yeah, but yeah, it was the point. Hunt's point. It was it was hookers point. on the yo, point. Yo, yo, shout, shout out hookers to HBO for putting that on television at that particular time because that was cutting edge at the time. Her so name was Brandy, and she. Uh, where is he right now? We should find Andy. him. I'd like to interview him and really find out how that came about. He, yo, he him. actually, I think he either fucks a chick or gets fellatio on yeah. the fucking show yeah it was it was it was a lot at the time it was like yo oh he was God, this he, is- he said fuck it i'm out here on the point videotape and i might as well you know give myself a happy ending yeah yeah yeah. Actually, well, yeah i mean he knew the culture so well you had he was either a john or he was a pimp now, yeah you had to know that yeah i for- totally forgot about that show man her name was brandy she looks yeah, yeah, like yeah. handy <laughs> 2002 <laughs> In the moonlight, his his name was Brett Owens. Uh, Brett Owens. We got to find where Brett Owens is. We got to yeah. interview him. Shout out! Shout out! Yeah. Shout out to Brent Owens for being a pioneer in uh, uh, HBO documentary uh, cinema. I would like to talk to see if HBO paid him handsomely. They gave him eight hundred and fifty dollars in gas money. <laughs> oh, the disrespect that would have been! I'm telling you, they, they didn't. I don't know, but but that got, I, I got, I'm sure got them a lot of viewership. I, I'm sure yeah, he did. didn't get I, the first one. I'm sure he didn't get a big check, but the second one, I'm sure he got a nice check. Mm. I'm sure he got a nice check because it, it was popular. Stroll. It was it, yeah. was it was hugely popular. Yeah, yeah. Everybody watched it on the low and didn't talk about it. I not on the low. Uh, we talked about it because when did it come out? Two thousand two. When we in uh, so, so we was all grown. So yeah, we was we like in grown. our thirties. Yeah, yeah. We was grown. So. All right, move on. My daughter just turned six months old, um, so I'm excited about that. And um, with my wife, with my daughter turning six months six months old, my wife's maternity, very generous maternity leave, is now over. So today was the first day that my wife had to go back to work. So there was a whole production around that. Oh, um, that's when the party begins. Is she going uh, in, or is she staying working from home? She's working from home indefinitely, but she, but I'm working all day and she's working all day. So she is going to her mother's to work oh, so her mother can so provide her some support. So I'm so here by myself. Baby's on her own. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work. Your mama got to work. 
We got baby <laughs> stuff. <laughs> baby, ba- baby's in there scrambling eggs. It is what it is. Yeah, no, she's she's with grandma, and uh, so my wife goes to her mother's house and works, and then she's going to be coming home. So we'll see how that's going to work out. Um, it sounds like exactly a good sure. setup. I, I I think so. It's just well, I just how feel far like, are they? How far are they? That's I guess that's the question. Well, it's about a half an hour. It's and it's against traffic, so I think that that's I think that that's a that's a good thing because it's against traffic. So. And that's the tolls aren't too bad. There's some tolls involved, but it's not bananas. That's a good setup. It's a good setup. So we'll see. We'll see how that's going. What else is going on? I've been hanging out with my family a lot online. It's the weirdest thing. Like, there's a lot been a lot of reasons for us to like hang out and like some of his family business and some of it's just like chilling and just checking in on each other. But it's been a lot of fun. And I think this is the most time I spent with my family in like the last 10 years. So it's actually been very. <laughs> Are you over there drinking Ripple? <laughs> I am drinking I am drinking this Widow Jane and I am so glad this is the last of it because it is rough stuff I wish you would have asked fun. me about that I, that's I cannot it's, it's harsh it's, it's harsh I've been, we've been coughing it up it's good it's just it's rough it, not it, my favorite this isn't this isn't something that you want to run through every week for four weeks like I've been doing. You don't want to do that. You want to just have like a shot and keep it moving. Yeah. Mm. That Widow Jane is is rough. I don't, I don't even want a shot. Um, <laughs> we drank a lot of bourbons and like some of our favorites have like a smooth. It could be it could be like high alcohol, but it has a smooth finish. Yeah. That Widow Jane. Is w- not- Widow Jane is it's, it has a harsh finish. It's, yeah. it's a harsh finish. It's wild turkey heart. Yeah, yeah. What else is going on? House hunting has been put on pause just because it's 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 still chaos out here. It's like chaos. Just to give everybody an example, Wednesday we put three houses on the list to go see. Saturday, they were all sold by Friday night. Wow! Every, every, wow! Every house and every house went over a every house as far as we know as what we heard. Every house went over a minimum of of fifty thousand dollars. A fifty to fifty to seventy five thousand dollars over asking, it's it's like hunger. Is the same probably. town that you were looking at before? Or different? different towns, different mm-hmm. towns, different towns. Tried to bring it a little closer into the city, but it's, it's the same thing. It's just everybody's out here. It's Hunger Games. It's Hunger Games. I just don't. I don't think this is sustainable. I don't think like. I don't no, think it's not. I was talking to a realtor friend of mine. He said it's 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 kind of a hodgepodge depending on where what market you're looking in. Um. Because particularly like if you're in, the, he's on the commercial side, but he's like on the commercial side, the sellers are asking for too much. The sellers think that they can get more. So, and it just depends. I was actually shopping just, just to kind of see what was going on in the market in Jersey city. I was pleasantly surprised to see what's going on there. So I don't know. Again, I, I know Vin had suggested that you guys look at it again. I'm telling you, I- man. I can't get my wife in the new Jersey City. I love Jersey. Jersey City's I, like Queens to me. It's just the same shit to me. There's nice parts in Jersey City, man. There's, there's I mean, no, there are really nice, really nice yeah. homes. Yeah. There are there's, there's nice places in every uh, Jersey City. T neck. There's a lot of nice nice homes um, in a lot of these places. It's just um, you know we we have uh, some things to work out. So we're trying to, and she has some criteria that some fixed criteria that is very but, difficult to meet. But I'm thinking that, you know, your child is not going to uh, be of school age for another three or four years, at least. Like Vincent, school, school. 
Vincent, let's not confuse the issue with facts, please. Let's. Th- I don't. Let's not. <laughs> please, because because Jer- Jersey City is a good jump off point. It really is. Like you could get that. You could, you could you could get a lot of equity real quick right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, this shit is I found, moving quick. I found four homes that were two to four units. I said, let's buy this. Let's stay here for three years. Let's stay here for two years. Let's stay here for eighteen months, and then let's jump in something else. And we have some equity and we have some revenue and, you know, that's, we, we just, we, we just, uh, we're not there. So, you know, I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it work and, and whatever, but you know, we, we, well, we have to I live mean, our lives as, as we see fit individually and together. So that's it. Just to put another, uh, qu- uh, arrow in your quiver after three years, you would be considered a, a first time home buyer again. So I know. So actually, there's something called a four three two one method. Some, I'm sure Leon may have heard of it, but but basically, you buy a four unit, you stay in it for a year, eighteen months, then you buy a three unit, then you buy a two, and then you buy the house that you really want. And you can do this in a five year period, and all of those homes can technically be first time home buyer purchases. So you can put down between three and a half and five percent. Mm-hmm. But at the end, you you own whatever it is, seven, eight, nine doors that are constantly kicking off a cash flow, which will pay for that that home that you actually want. But, you know, you, you got to be committed to it and you got to be willing to do the work necessary because it's, it ain't easy. So, you know, that's fine. fine. <laughs> 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 you sound yeah, like but, a husband on that. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it, what, I, I, what's that cartoon character where, he, where, he, where he's sitting at, at the table and the and whole everything's restaurant is on fire? fire. He's like, this is it's just fine. fine. This is it's fine. fine. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Uh, but yeah yeah that's it that's it so i'm doing that uh work is good um working on some interesting stuff that's coming up i can't wait to tell you guys about i'm doing some good in this world as well i'm really excited about it and uh i'll be i'll be i'll be hopefully willing to tell you that and then managing the real estate has really been interesting managing my family (laughs) trying to get seven, seven people to agree on a movie or eight people to agree on a movie is very difficult um but um it's been very interesting to to learn and grow how to work in a business with your family. That has been very, very interesting. So shout out to my family for, um, you know, trusting in me to do the, cr- the crazy machinations that I'm trying to do to grow out our estate. But, um, you know, and also and also I really want to shout out Donahue because um, he planted that family seed, that family office seed in my head. And I've been living in that space ever since. And and that's really given me a lot of ideas. And we brought in some really good people to help us with that. So um, shout out to Donahue. That, that Donahue episode was really helpful for me. But that's it. That's what's going on with me. Hey, honey. I don't know what it is, but my vibrator doesn't work like it used to. I went over to adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com. And I got the biggest, blackest cocktail dough. And I used the code DC40. It was wonderful. Not only did I get that big BBC, but they gave me some videos and my favorite ones, too. Of course it was black. Adamandeve.com. Recently, Clarence Thomas jumped off a bridge. And he has been kind of trying to get invited back to the barbecue. And... In his uh, last ruling, Leon, give me the details because I know you have it. I absolutely do not have the details. All I'm right. So I'm going to pull it up out of. Uh... <laughs> All right. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas says federal laws against mar- marijuana 
Now, just for anybody who doesn't know, Clarence Thomas is on the uh, is on the right wing spectrum of the world. And so and, and of course, the right wing is very against um, anything drug related and abortion and women's right to choose and a, a few other things. So um, but Clarence Thomas says federal laws against marijuana may no longer be necessary, which is a very kind of liberal left wing policy. Federal government's current approach is half in, half out regime that simultaneously stimulates and forbids local use of marijuana. So what's been happening is a lot of the states locally have been making marijuana legal on a state level, but until it's legal on a federal level, it's very difficult to do banking and uh, interstate commerce and various different things with um, the marijuana industry. And there is a business industry around it for sure. And um, Clarence Thomas is known as one of the most conservative justices who is now kind of leaning the other way on this and a few other things. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. But what do you guys think about uh, Clarence Thomas trying to get a piece of chicken? Actually, if you think about it, it is a conservative view to posit that states' rights should be ahead of federal law. So conservatives think typically think in terms of states' rights. So and what what he's suggesting is that the federal government should not be involved in this and that it should be a state decision. And I think what he says is the prohibition on interstate use of cultivation of marijuana may no longer be necessary or proper to support the federal government's piecemeal approach. So there was this uh, medical marijuana dispensary who wanted to take federal tax breaks, but the Supremes uh, decided not to hear the case. And he said that the Supreme Court's ruling in 2005 upholding federal laws making marijuana possession illegal may now be out of date because there's like, I think it was 30 something states. Sorry. Yeah, 36 states now allow for medical marijuana. So to suggest that the federal government should be in the business of prohibiting states' rights from trumping uh, the use and the sale, and it, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. I think he's right. You know, it, the funny thing it, where, about this. Is, oh, sorry. Gets, I'm sorry. Where it gets dicey is um, when you have federal money involved in some of these businesses. And then you have, well, it's legal in the state, recreational and all of that, but you can't still, if you work somewhere, you can't use it because that particular job is fairly funded. So that, that, that's where it gets a little dicey as well. So there, there is something called the Martin Quinn score, which measures how conservative a justice is. And of all the, the so the conservative justice are John Roberts, Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, uh, Neil Gorsuch, uh, Neil Gorsuch. 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 And yeah, that too. And and Brett Kavanaugh, Clarence Thomas is by far the more most conservative justice by almost 50%. So the next one close to him is Samuel Alito, who gets a 2.05 rating. Clarence Thomas gets a 3.69. John Roberts is a 0.22. Neil Gorsuch is a 0.84. And Brett Kavanaugh is a 0.51. So in terms of rulings, Clarence Thomas is the most extreme. But at the same time, he's also, believe it or not, he's been in that seat for 29 years. So he also might be thinking about retiring or, and or what his legacy might be. So those, those might be considerations. Well, well I think was two decisions he, that he made recently that were surprising to me. The NCAA decision, which kind of went against what I thought the, the conservative party would have been for in this marijuana opinion. But I can't say I can't say that he is doing this to try to get back in with with black folks or 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 trying to get back into the barbecue. Um, But I think that 
some of the hindrances that he felt in the conservative movement are no longer holding him back from certain decisions. Maybe he owed some people. Maybe he no longer owes them. <laughs> I don't know. Is that how but justice were, works? It can. Hmm. I don't think anyone gets those seats for free. Kavanaugh was something was expected of Kavanaugh when he got that seat. Whether he delivers or not is another story. But they knew what they were buying when they put him up uh, for, mm. for for the role. So yeah, I don't think these things come for free. And and, it, and like they like to say that that justice is blind, but come on, it's a very political seat to sit in. Yeah, for sure. But I but I think John Roberts has been surprisingly moderate. Like I thought John Roberts was going to be, you know, Nazi esque, and he's not. He's he's very moderate overall. But, but he's always seen as as, as that you know, as that wild card. I think uh, when it comes to um, Clarence Thomas and him being conservative, I think conservative or the the role of conservative in politics has changed. It's morphed into something else. It's morphed into this like, you know, clown Trump type thing. He's old school Reagan, Nixon conservative. So like he has a different, there's a different, the conservative party is different now than it was 20, 20, 30, 40 years ago, there's a lot of clown shit going on right now. You know what I mean? That who consider themselves conservatives at this point. So it's just, it's just to me, I, I think that, um, you know, he's sticking to what he always was. It's just, it just looks different now because, you know, the view of conservatives now is totally different than it was before. I, I see. I don't, I don't think that he's sticking to what he was. I think he's doing something different. If he was following the same line, of, of those conservative values, right? They would go with the status quo, what the NCAA represents mm-hmm. and what this marijuana legislation represents. He would stick to the same old line, right? I don't know. I, I think there's a, there's a faction of, of these conservative Republicans that don't appreciate what's going on in the party who kind of want to, bring it back to where it was i think he's i think he's yeah but, that, but see that's the thing that's that's the part that's not new he's breaking those cycles he's he's breaking those traditions because the tradition had marijuana illegal the tradition had uh the ncaa able to control compensation for student athletes mm-hmm. but he he broke those moves he he said i'm going the other way and that's why it's surprising mm. because he did something different than we expected of of a conservative, an old school Reagan conservative. I wanted to suggest that it's surprising to us because the narrative in some way has been crafted to suggest that they aren't independent as they actually might be. And, And I say that because this is a part of political theater that gets both sides riled up about the Supreme Court. And for sure, some of the decisions are in favor of what you would think are big business or anti-humanism. But what got me thinking about it is the whole thing with Kavanaugh, and he still came on the side of NCAA players versus the universities, who are obviously spending a lot of money to make sure that they maintain the status quo. So for him to do that suggests to me that he does have some sense of independence in terms of his judicial reasoning and thinking. But if you go back to the hearings, it was all about he's going to rewrite all of the laws that were, I guess, progressive. 
And I, I don't know. I'm starting to think and we were talking about um, Sheldon Whitehouse, who supposedly the, the senator who's trying to dismantle white supremacy and institutional racism. And then it turns out he's a member of an all white beach club. So I guess my point is we need to be more mindful. Yeah. Breaking we need it to, from the inside. <laughs> yeah, right. One big jubilee at a time. <laughs> Right. Another mint jubilee. Hey, listen, make One sure and this racism sure. will be dismantled. Make sure my waiter is not black. Uh, give me a white so I don't look the part. I don't care if you don't let him in here to play golf, but don't have one serving. Yeah. <laughs> right, and don't let them you into know? the ocean. Yes, we'll have to drain it. But <laughs> we'll have to drain the ocean. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's all. Uh, it's all political theater and we need to just be mindful about what's happening even more so because it was actually a game. I may, I may do it um, that I wanted to read to you guys headlines and see if you could tell which uh, organization or which uh, media outlet is producing the article. Mm. Uh, and it's, that idea. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fascinating that this is all we're we're in total clickbait uh, culture at this point. Mm. Because there'll be article headlines that have nothing to do with what actually happened. And if you read the article, it's almost opposite yeah. mm-hmm. of what they have uh, in the headline. Yeah, all the time. Or I know, or I know you got to is... keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and you never get the fucking answer that you're looking for. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know this is completely off topic, but you were talking about political theater. And I've been I've been watching this political theater happening um, over the last couple of weeks. and. There's been reports about how the the gun violence has has risen by 24 percent uh, since last year right? here in New York. In New York, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is that no one was outside in 2020. So to compare outside with people being outside and people being inside just doesn't even make sense. Are they comparing 2019 numbers when everybody was outside with 2021 numbers where we're kind of coming outside? Because I think that not, I think there'd be some disparity. But every time we hear every time that I've, I've, I've seen a story about a shooting in New York recently, they have included this statistic. And when I say there's a political theater, there's someone there. There is a there's a guided narrative happening. And it's saying all 2020, we wanted to defund the police. 2021, we can't defund the police because uh, gun violence. Mm. Right. We have to prevent gun violence. Meanwhile, they've actually not done anything to prevent gun violence. Right. Like prevent guns from coming into New York illegally. But that's besides the point. Right. But that's a great point, though. But they're making the comparison. But watch the news articles. Because they always, I shouldn't say always, but this is what I've seen. Every time they've talked about someone got shot in Midtown today or yesterday, end of the article, they added the percentage that has grown since last year, right? Mm. So everybody now thinks that New York City is way more dangerous than it was last year. Not even thinking, oh, well, nobody was outside in Times Square last year to get shot, right? Right, but as a writer... As a writer, though, you'd still want to give that context. I hear Why what you're would saying, you, but as a writer, but you, you still but want you to give that context. 
But if you wanted to give true context, it's not because if you wanted to give true context, you wouldn't compare a time where no one was outside to a time when some when we were all outside. To give it true context, you would have to compare similar situations. Well, yes, but I think there's an assumption that people understand. No. And that's a big assumption that the people there's a there's certain no, there's, they understand no. that in last no year way was a pandemic. But you just said you're, as a you're being you guided. You're being yeah. guided you to a thought. You should, mm. You're being guided to a thought. Here's the part and, that, that's concerning me. We have these articles and we have this uh, sort of fear mongering occurring. And at the same time, we have this mayor, mayoral election occurring. And one of the leading candidates, Eric Adams, is in favor. Mind you, he's a, a black man and former police officer is in favor of bringing back stop and frisk. Is that true? That is, that is true, absolute, and I don't get that. I that don't is get that. absolutely true. I don't and get that, that dude like, at all. What is going on in the world today? What Do do we have any updates on the, on the mayoral election, like kind of how it laid out? Yeah, he's leading. Um, Yang is out. Uh, Maya Wiley, I think, is the second or third place. Maya Wiley, I think, is my favorite. I have no well, smoke. Whoever's, for, in, whoever's in second trimming. place is going to probably wind up winning because as soon as that that the stop and frisk shit hits, is is that for real? Is that for real? That is that's for real. It's dead for real. That's for real. Wow. He he actually said it in one of the debates that eight people watched. Wow. He uh, yeah. like that literally just lost. He just lost my vote. <laughs> right in this exact second, he lost my vote. It's true. Well, my but how, but how is that possible? How is that possible? <laughs> Because well, this is this is the confusing thing. It's like uh, it doesn't make sense based on what I know of his history and his pushback on police brutality. The police union is very, very powerful in New York City, but they're not right? even back him. But he wants to get that back, and I'm sure. Mm. And anyone who's talking about defunding the police is not going to get their backing. And if he's the only one that's saying, hey, I want to bring back stop and frisk, you know what stop and frisk means? It means overtime. It means money. That's the, he, he, if he's talking that shit. If he's talking that, that, that he's, he's lost he's my talk- vote. But you know what? Yeah. I need to do some research before. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this at all. I would think that this would be way bigger news than it is. Way bigger for who? <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. I mean, it's like Stop and Frisk was was a serious issue and not saying that it's going to be hit the mass media, but certainly activists in this city would be up in arms about Eric Adams um, advocating for stop and frisk to come back. Um, Please tell me you guys misheard him. No, I'm about to pull up a, a quote. We weren't even frisking. We were searching people. Yeah. We weren't even frisking. We were searching people. We were throwing people up against the wall. We were going through their pockets. We were telling them to enter their pockets. That's illegal. Adam said stop and frisk is typically used properly when cops are responding to a complaint. He said an analysis will show the abuse of this tactic is more likely when it is off officer initiated. A front runner in the Democratic pro- primary has been criticized for his stop and frisk position by rival Maya Wiley. This is vastly different than 
Bloomberg's version of Stop and Frisk. Not what vastly. he just said. Not vastly. vastly listen, listen to what it, listen to okay. the nuance. So, what he's saying. If initiated by a call, right? So it's not I just roll up on you and I say, empty your pockets and I'm searching you. Because that's see. what that's Bloomberg's version. Hold on. That's Bloomberg's version. If he says someone call the cops on you, empty your pockets, that's different. You're okay with that? You're is it okay not different? That. that is a broad opportunity for abuse. You're talking Ow. about the police. There's they're gonna come up to you and say, we heard no 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 you're 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 saying you're saying that the cops would use that rule illegally yes, yes. so that's okay is he saying that the cops should use it illegally or is he saying this is the proper way to use it in my view he's not accepting the fact that the police are going to abuse this opportunity but he just yeah. said that in the sentence before right so, so why would you reinstate he said they abuse he said why would this you reinstate is how they, a policy that is no, going to be that was clearly again. was abused it's before. Not, I agree this with is that. Two, you're talking about two different policies. No, we're not. Stop no. and frisk. Stop. Stop and frisk. Allow the police to stop anyone, anytime, anywhere for any reason they deem necessary. So that was left up to the officer's discretion, right? Okay. The officer decided, "You look suspicious. Let me search you." And did it six hundred or nine or seven hundred thousand times to innocent black folks and found one percent of what they were looking for. What Eric Adams just said was that if someone calls the cops on a person, on a person, not on any people, on a person, they should have the right to stop and frisk. Okay, let's right? let's take let's so break if, this down in so, application. So, someone yes. calls the police. They call yes. their local priest and they say, or 911, and they say, there's someone suspicious on Lenox Avenue and 116th Street. He's wearing jeans suspicious, and a T-shirt. Suspicious is not a crime. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm talking about real-world application, the potential for real-world real application. Okay. He's, he's wearing t uh, jeans and a T-shirt. When the cops arrive, there could be four or five black men on a corner wearing what? jeans and a T-shirt. Who's okay. going to get searched? No one. All of them. All of them. Okay. You're saying you're if the if we're talking about how it's applied properly, or you're talking about how cops are applying it improperly. I'm, I'm talking about how they're going to take that same system and apply right? it improperly. And he's giving them the latitude to do that. That's the problematic part about it. There is there is no way that he can prevent cops from using the rules improperly. There's no way, no mayor, no, no, no commissioner, no captain can prevent yes, can. a cop from. He could, he yes, he can. He can say stop and frisk is banned. That's what he. And could we're say. not going to do stop and frisk. frisk. It's not it stop and frisk. Stop and frisk is a different policy. Stop and frisk is you roll up on anyone at any point at any time and decide that you need to search them. But it's a that slippery is slope. But it's a slippery slope. Stop and frisk. It's a slippery slope, and they're going to use it the way that it was initially. No, it, it, the initial way it was initially attended. Of course, Look, they are. If the, if the police, if the police are called on you right now, on you right now, yep, they will search you. Right. But they will empty out your pockets and turn you upside down and turn you inside out until they find what they're looking for. That's so, the, that's that's. But so you but, think. That's how the police are going to treat everyone. D 
I don't know how to hog tie people. Of course they're gonna they're gonna throw you, you, you up the question, the question is, too much the question, credit right now. Word. No, no, I'm not giving the cops credit, but I'm saying, well, there has to be there has to be a baseline. There has to be a baseline for 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 uh police interaction with the public, right? If you say the police can't search anyone, whether they've been called to the scene or not, that is ridiculous. How None of us said that. None of no, us. First of all, how is that ridiculous? You don't have the right to search and seize me. You yeah. don't. Yeah. Oh, you, need probable, probable you need probable cause. Yeah. Like but I have to do right. Exactly. Exactly. But that's so not if what someone, he said. If, if, he said but, police need if to if have someone, the right someone, to, say, to search people. So if someone calls and accuses you of a crime, right? That's just an accusation. Okay. But just the fact that just the fact so that you're that not going to get approached by a police officer and they shouldn't approach you. Just the fact that this isn't clear is a reason for him to lose my vote. Okay. Alex. Just the fact that this isn't clear. Let, let's let's think in terms I, of I, I think hold on, I let me finish. I don't this want part. it to be clear. I don't think let, you want it to be clear. Let's think in I'm terms okay of it's clear. because the headline said one thing, but the state completely Maya Wiley said no stop and frisk. Joe full Mary stop. Gentry roll into this new black neighborhood. They see Raheem walking on the street. He looks suspicious. What they call Raheem? the police. Right. So now all of a sudden Raheem is getting searched. For what? Sus suspicious is not a crime. That's my point. But because someone right. called. He didn't. He No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He didn't say that. Listen, you, it said order if the for, call is order, initiated through the police. So yes. the police get a call. They roll up on the block. They see Raheem. He's getting searched now. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so let's take it. Let's take it from there. If we have, if we have someone in place who is going to demand that people use the rules properly, suspicious is not a crime. Suspicious is not a crime you can be accused of, or be prosecuted for, or approached for. Get your ass shot. What are you talking about? That's when it's used improperly. Right. That's the problem. That's what I'm. That's what my concern so how, lies. So how do you? How do you? How do you not? How do? You, how, how do you prevent someone from what using the rules improperly? You, it doesn't. It, I you think can't what he's do proposing it. is creating the same conditions in which black people were operating under Bloomberg. Because now, if I can just call no, and say that there no. are people, he said the exact opposite. Building, he said the exact opposite. You, I can you, you really have to, you ha really have to listen to what he's saying. He's I saying the things it. that You're were done were wrong. To it. Yeah, right. He actually said the things that were done were wrong and shouldn't be done that way. But that doesn't mean that if the if a call is initiated against an individual, because Bloomberg's policy affected a mass of people, it didn't matter if you were the specific suspect in any. Crime. It didn't matter. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't we were matter. all suspects. But now it's it's leaving the judgment to the person who calls the police. No, it doesn't. Suspicion is not a crime. About? If handled correctly, if, suspicion is not a crime. If with a spliff, we'd be all fucked up. I'm saying to you that now it gives the discretion of what con is considered suspicious to the person who is calling the police. It doesn't matter. What do you mean? It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter because if you call in suspicion, it's not a crime. 
you cannot be stopped or searched. Suspicion is not a crime. If you if someone calls in and says someone is breaking into my car with a screwdriver and they stop you, yes, should they search you for your for my car radio and a screwdriver? Because this is the suspect. This okay, so individual. I yes, absolutely. Pass a car with the the window broken open. I think that person did it. So now can, I'm walking past that, the car. Can that happen? Can that happen? Yes, but why am I being searched? If I'm it's walking not, past the car and the window is, is broken for, out, why is why am I no, now? Is suspect? it for no reason? Is it for no reason? Wow. You really take is it for if it is it for no reason? As far this as I'm the, concerned, this yes. Is, this is the rightest I've ever seen Rick ever. Yo, you are straight Dude, judge Clarence. Is it right for now. no is it yeah. for no reason? It's it's not like it's Crimes happen in this city, right? And we have a police force that is there to either this is, report this is it homeowner Rick. or homeowner protect Rick. It, prote- or protect <laughs> or protect property, right? We have a police force for that. Homeowner Rick says, "Wow, homeowner Rick says, lock if them." The police up. have to exist. They have they they have to investigate crime. Am I am I where am I going wrong? Because how I, do you investigate? How do you investigate? How do you, how is a police officer supposed to investigate crime if the person uh, that they are okay. pointed towards is not spoken to or addressed? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So moving along, it's very interesting. Um, we would like to know what you think about this. Give us a call at uh, 608-618-4040, 608-618-4040, and tell us how you feel about stopping and frisk. And tell us who your candidate hey, is. You hey. might end up on the show. You got some sleep over the weekend. became a conservative. God damn Word. Clarence no. Thomas went left. Rick went right. The universe is balancing out. I, I think you guys get swayed too much by the headlines and don't read the no don't I, I'm swayed the by words. the fact that if someone is, te- is is giving license to police officers to suggest that someone could just call and then that initiate that call initiates the police to go after someone i, I think that's a problem fuck? i'm talking about if black men who are standing is running on the corner, down my street with an ar-15 and i call the police you're talking about ar-15s i said why does just, it matter if I'm reporting a crime? If I'm reporting a crime, mm. not I think somebody's suspicious. I'm mm. reporting a crime. Mm. It doesn't say crime. That's the part. See, this is what kills me. You get into these debates and you don't even know the details. Actually read what it I, says. I heard what it you said. It doesn't say crime. It doesn't say crime. It says it's initiated by someone right? else, not a crime. Well, it the cops say only show up for crimes. Oh my God! Okay. What do, police what do, right. are you talking about? All right, do, all cop, right. do cops show up for things that are not criminal? Do they show up because your neighbor put the garbage on your side of the fence? No, <laughs> wow. they're not coming. What? Wow. Okay. Wait, who? Wait, who okay. kidnapped? Who, who, who kidnapped who, who Word? Who, who kidnapped this? Rick? There's no way you're Rick. talking like this. There's no way. You you you're, cannot. You're being, you're being contrarian just to be contrarian. This is not no, the same I, guy I that was talking about I, I fifteen dollars an hour for everybody. Police don't Damn just it. show if, up. And, if you and call, don't cause if trouble. you call the police, and you don't, and you're trying to report something that is not a crime, are they coming? I did. You keep saying crime. What I said, if I call and make a complaint, and I'm saying that people are a outside of my is building, not going to get a complaint is not going to bring you a police officer. 
it could get them searched, which could create some type of animosity, which could escalate the situation. And here we have another black person killed because they don't feel like they should have been searched or seized or arrested. That can that absolutely can happen. That absolutely can happen. But if you're saying the cops have no right to do any of that. I didn't say that. I said, all right, all right. See, all you right, you, you created this whole thing. I don't know what what happened, bro. But this weekend, you stepped into a portal or something. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, this is definitely I mean, the invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Nah, absolutely not. All right, all right. Well. We can hash it out after the show, but we appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you so much for supporting us all the time. You can agree with us or not, but either way, let us know what you think. 608-618-4040. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social platforms. And uh, what are you drinking? What did we learn today, fellas? Did we learn anything besides that Rick has now become a conservative? He's mm-hmm. crossed the Rubicon. I, I, I don't know if you want company on that conservative side, but I'm not with you. I am drinking Uncle Nearest. 1856. Why are you drinking that uh, black liquor? You should be drinking. Mm. So I was trying you know, to. I, I wanted you to know he was arrested. You know huh? he's arrested because uh, someone at the next plantation called the police. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a complaint. It was just a complaint. <laughs> this whiskey's too damn good, Ernest. <laughs> or nearest. We gotta. Sh- we gotta <laughs> shut him down. <laughs> <laughs> you going to jail? Yeah, he's he's making liquor. Here's the thing: it's like you're trying to pretend like you're not going to call the police if you have an issue where someone is taking something from you or your family. You are going that's, to call the police. That's not the scenario that I'm. And you're going about. to point out an individual, and you want the police to confront that individual. That's not the scenario. So that's the basis that we have to work on. That's not the only scenario that is potentially going so, to occur. So, you so, can't so account for every Cooper, scenario that could potentially happen. You can't so account for Cooper, someone's I, but bad But you can't be act. concerned about the potential of bad you actors can. in a space. You so, can. So, but so you, don't, Cooper, you don't fuck over your potential to have your justice served because you want to make sure that this doesn't happen. No, that's not true. Because I do think about yeah, what happens true. to the least of us. Yes, no. I, think about I absolutely what do think about what happens to the least of us. But I also have to think about when somebody breaks into my car, I need to be able to say, that's the individual there. That is I'm him. Not, obviously, so that a, would be a Karen, Obviously, that Karen makes is sense. going to try to use the same power to try to criminalize us. Yes. But we also have to make laws that that punish her for doing that. OK, but she's not being punished. But we can't cut ourselves off from being able to be protected. We I'm can't do that. that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that right. using the framework of stop and frisk is not a good idea. Okay. That's not what he said. All right. All right. That's, that's exactly go. what he said. I'll send you the article. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. All right. Okay. So wait, wait, I just want to put this on record because yes. what's going to happen is you're going to read the article and then you're going to say, oh, there you go. I, unless you unless you read it wrong, I'm sorry. No, I'm unless right. you read it wrong. All right. All right. Sentences that make it very clear what I'm saying. Okay, Doctor Doctor Umar and uh, Clarence, yeah, we're gonna have to put a pin in this and stop. But uh, oh, by the way, I'm drinking. So, uh, Umar, by the way. I'm what are you guys home. drinking? <laughs> yeah, not me. Fuck you, cracker. Um, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking. If Ray anybody's Nelson, the ugly Umar, it's not me. It's gotta be. <laughs> no, he, he got some shit on his lip. That got some shit on its lip. So that can't be Umar. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I'm drinking Ray and Nephew, and I'll tell you why. Because I am not Whoa. drinking with you bastards the way that I used to. I have lost 17 pounds. And, hey. uh, and that hasn't listen. been because I am only drinking one day a week. And I'm telling you, Craig, uh, you saved my life because after seeing those pictures, I was like, oh, there's no way. Shout There's out to absolutely Craig. no way. So shout out to Craig for saving a black man's life. I, I've lost seven pounds myself, sir. Congratulations. I said 17, though, but good, good luck. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, what a hey, listen, that was a flat. Small steps. Small <laughs> steps. <laughs> this, is this is the competition I'm into. Uh, oh, it's not a competition. It's small steps. And I he, like he it. shit it on my seven pounds. <laughs> let's, let's make it a competition. He shit, he, he shit it on, no, he shit it on my seven pounds. I did. Man, shout out your seven pounds. Shout out your seven pounds. Go ahead, Rick. What are you going to say? What are you I drinking? didn't lose any pounds. Oh, I already said I was drinking Uncle Nearest. And I didn't, I didn't lose any weight this week. I lost five, and I'm drinking Widow Jane. I had a Bex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a Bex. Ben was like, I just had a Bex. That's all. I had a Bex, had a Bex and uh, I put on uh, two, two of them pounds back on. Yeah, sure did. Widow all right, Jane, this show is over. This show is over. All right, guys, we thank you for listening, for supporting us, and we even have time for our union break. So, we appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you follow Look us on that. social follow media. Space. Look at that. He can't even hide. Look at that. He, he just can't wait to punch that card. <laughs> so make sure you listen to a new show every Friday on all streaming and download platforms. And check us out every Monday night on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you for listening. Peace. 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 <laughs> 